0: Greetings, geeks, and welcome to Wizards, the podcast guide to comics YouTube series, and probably I'll do a little audio of this as well. But we wanted to give you kind of a state of the podcast update for what's been going on with technology, as well as plans we have for things coming up in the not-too-distant future. So Adam and I are here to kind of shoot the breeze in an open conversation about what we've been dealing with. To start off with, Adam's computer, that was kind of like the brain tr- child of the po- the Wizards podcast, died back in the middle of August, and we've been struggling to get him a new device. There were some complications with the first machine that came. We're hoping that a new one will come soon, and then we can get the actual regular show back on track and get all that podcasty goodness out to you every every week as you love. I think we're going to be probably up and running by, I'd say, next week. We should have some some clean, consistent episodes to come out with. Um, so that's what we've been doing some of these YouTube and special events here and there. And speaking of that, we have a couple of exciting things we want to announce. And, and it's been teased several times in the magazine, and we've talked about it a little bit here and there on the podcast, but we're looking to do a Jim Lee tribute special in November. and uh, Adam is holding up the issue, and it's got some great art on the cover, and we've got Fairchild, we've got The Thing, and it looks like a really cool conversation. And similarly to the Wolverine special, we're going to open it up to you all that you can do an open invite to our Zoom room and have an hour-long conversation about Jim Lee and the art and Wizard and whatever we want to talk about, just because we love Jim Lee, we know you love Jim Lee, and we thought it would be kind of super fun to do that. And now on top of that, we're going to do another special event, YouTube or podcast Zoom conversation. Many of you know I'm a huge football fan, and I'm also a big fantasy football fan. And about a year or so ago, I tried to get the Retro Network family to start a fantasy football league. It didn't fly. They're not really fantasy football people. But I thought, wouldn't it be fun to do a fantasy superhero draft? And in October, we're going to be hosting a Zoom fantasy superhero draft where we're just going to be using Marvel and DC characters. I've selected about 130-some-odd characters to choose from, given them power rankings and levels and so on and so forth. And we're looking to get about 10 to 12 people total in the fantasy draft here. It's open to anybody. We're going to, again, post out some social media invites for the Zoom room. And we'll do like an hour and a half long draft. And at the end of the draft, we'll vote who had the best superhero team where you'll pick 10 heroes to compete against and we'll figure out who had the best. And if you're lucky and we all feel like you won, maybe we'll send you some cool little swag from the Wizards podcast and get you some really cool stuff going on. So Adam, what else are you thinking that
1: we got going on here? Yeah, so, so this is kind of exciting. Like Michael said, that's something he's been planning for a long time. He's figured out the power levels. He's just like, it's going to be a really fun event just to get everybody to recruit their favorite superheroes. But also in the mix here, something that we've been talking about and the uh, unfortunate issues with technology we're getting in the way of is our Pat McCallum tribute episode. So uh, as many of you know, uh, a little while back, we just lost uh, editor-in-chief of Wizard Pat McCallum and uh, a lot of his former coworkers and friends, they were, had to deal with that loss. And uh, But we've talked to them and they're ready to share their favorite memories of Pat and kind of have a little tribute episode. So we're getting that together. We just had to make sure we had a place to record it and edit it and put it all together. So we will keep you posted on that as well because just a real special guy and somebody that, like you say, is the heart and soul of Wizard Magazine. What you liked about it came through the filter of pat mccallum for sure now uh the other thing that i just wanted to kind of offer michael uh is i i'm curious right now because we've kind of been in this hiatus but doing our youtube videos trying to you know fill the gaps and have these fun events talking to everybody but what have you been reading right now like when you're reading comics like what is the thing that's uh sticking out to you the most am i cutting out again
0: no my mother's lawn washing dryer was sleeping <laughs> We're doing this very impromptu. So if I leave this in, I apologize. So uh, what have I been reading? Well, I've been reading a lot of the Marvel special, like six issue mini series called Variants about uh, Jessica Jones. And Mm -hmm. it's all the different versions of Jessica kind of converging in one universe. Uh, It's about three issues in. It's really kind of cool. I, I really like it. On the DC side, I've been really obsessed with the uh sean murphy white knight series um, Yeah,
1: what's the premise of that
0: oh it is it's the best of everything just kind of sandwiched together he's got every batmobile you could think of from the 60s batmobile to 89 to the tumblers you name it he's got all that stuff it's kind of like um the costume design is sort of like the movie that the Batman or more probably closely related to remember they did Batman six, 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 where where Damien becomes the Batman with the popped collar kind of looks like that. Um, basically the premise of that story is Harley Quinn figures out how to cure the Joker of being the Joker and gives him this like injection or medication that brings him back to being Jack Napier. And when he becomes Jack Napier, he, kind of saves the city. He becomes the white knight that saves the city and proves that what Batman was doing was wrong. And he becomes like kind of a hero and yada, yada, yada. But over time, spoilers for everybody who hasn't read this, which came out two years ago, the medication kind of wears itself off and the Joker kind of begins to come back. And we see this duality of like a split personality Joker of half Napier, half Joker. And then... Once that first arc is done, we go into the next arc, which is called Curse of the White Knight, where they they retell the Asriel story. And oh. we learn an entirely new version of how the Asriel story is told and how um, the Jean-Paul Valley character and the Bruce Wayne character have been, their families have been connected for hundreds of years in different ways. And now we're into beyond the White Knight, where they bring in Terry McGinnis and they bring in the Red Hood, and it's really fascinating. They've kind of like reimagined the entire universe of yeah. Batman in a different way. It's some of the best writing, storytelling, and art I've seen in a long time, and it's really quite cool and it's it's a good book and i would highly recommend it
1: well i, um, I have a question going back to the jessica jones variants book because i saw that I, I stopped at the comic book shop uh to order a book i'll just mention real quick speaking of pat mccallum tributes uh brian cunningham and steve blackwell who were instrumental behind the scenes at wizard as well are working on a new book with jeff johns and gary frank called junkyard joe mm-hmm. that is coming out in october and i posted about this on social media but in there is a tribute page to pat mccallum we actually provided a lot of the scans from the magazine oh, for that cool. tribute page i did not know amazing. that <laughs> yeah yeah so brian reached out to to me and he was like hey can you give me a few and i was like sure we'll find those for you that's so awesome. i was ordering my copies of that but then i was looking at the rack and there was nothing I wanted, but I saw that variants book. And so what I'm trying to, what do you think is the reason that they're doing a Jessica Jones book right now? Cause you know how it always, there's like a whole like tie in to what they're doing in the cinematic universe or on Disney plus. So is she coming back the way that, you know, Daredevil is going to be on She-Hulk and all, and he's getting his own series and all this stuff. What do you well, think?
0: If you follow Kristen Ritter on Instagram, she's posted stuff with, Luke Cage, she's posted stuff about her former costume, she's been posting a lot of her stuff of her working out and you know, reminiscing about, you know, Jessica Jones I have a theory maybe she pops into She-Hulk more likely she's going to pop into either the Daredevil series or something like that, you know, because they've already said Punisher's coming back you know, they're they're bringing, bringing back Punisher, that was the next most popular thing was Jessica Jones Um, it's, it's interesting story because there's like, currently I think there's like four or five versions of Jessica Jones in the book. And it's like, when she was Jewel, when she's, you know, alcoholic Jessica Jones, you know, post-traumatic stress Jessica Jones, and it's all these different versions together. And it's really interesting. Um, and they're even doing a thing where she's, one of them is dating Daredevil. It's so bizarre, but it, it's cool. And uh, I I think it's, you know, to get people excited again for the character because she's probably going to come back. Maybe not a full series right away because uh, Kristen Rader's also doing the Orphan Black reboot, which is kind
1: of ironic. Yeah, now we have Tatiana Maslany as She-Hulk. <laughs> They're switching universes. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's it's super bizarre that like one's in one and one's in the other now. It's kind of strange. So uh, I'm really excited. I, I hope they bring Jessica Jones back at the MCU. I know a lot of people didn't like season two. And they kind of gave up before they got to season three. But season three is really, really good. Season two is
1: it was a weak story. Season two was basically Hellcat, the series. That's what I felt like. Yeah, basically. Walker, right? um, yeah. You
0: know, I think the biggest mistake they made in um, season one was killing off uh, the Purple Man. Because, like, that's her big bad. And he's also so interesting of a character. And the actor is so
1: good that it was like, it it, it hurt the series. But I mean, I want... if it had just been a movie, it would have been a great catharsis at the end for him mm-hmm. to be gone. But right, when it's an ongoing series, you don't want to take away story potentials.
0: So. I almost wonder if now that the multiverse exists, they're going to bring him back because a different variant of him comes back. One of the, yeah, knows. Maybe
1: in Thunderbolts, that big maybe. excitement there. Uh, but uh, getting back to 90s stuff, just real quick that I've been reading. One thing I wanted to bring up here, I remember seeing this back in the day in Wizard, and I never... I was just like, okay, it's image. I'm probably not going to buy it. But this backlash Spider-Man crossover is so fun. And the art is amazing. Brett Booth is, he's a name I've heard, but Mm -hmm. again, I don't know his work other than seeing like these ads in Wizard Magazine back in the day, especially this image was part of one of the ads. I recognize that ad. I remember that image. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, just the art is so striking. He is like the perfect, you know, like meeting of Todd McFarlane and Jim Lee. Mm -hmm. He's like their two art styles mashed together. And I can't believe, I mean, I understand because Marvel was going bankrupt at the time, but I'm sure they could not pay what Wildstorm was paying to Brett Booth, especially since they had just paid all that money to Jim Lee to pay his artists, you know, (laughs) to be to do Heroes Reborn. But like if they had gotten him to switch over and do Spider-Man back in 1997 or something like that, would have been the second coming of Todd McFarlane for them. It it
0: might have, you know, helped.
1: The company for a while too and carry them on well, a little bit longer. Just one more thing after Heroes Reborn. Yeah. So, but it's a it's a simple story, but it's not like ridiculous. Like it's just like, okay, these pieces fit, you know, it's Ben Riley Spider-Man at mm-hmm. the tail end of his reign as Spider-Man, because at this point he was just about to uh disintegrate, you know, <laughs> until for the he first comes time. Later, yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to bring up too here, this was hilarious. I found this at a new collectible shop they stopped. This is a Lobo convention special. First of all, it's got all these different, you know, uh, homages to famous comics history things here. But this is basically, he wants a copy of the Death of Superman Black Polybagged Edition because he accidentally destroys his. (laughs) <laughs> so he, he travels to a convention at San Diego Comic-Con in 1993 to try and find it. So that's like the first adventure. And then he takes you through all these different things. But if you, uh, like in 1993, Wizard, of course, was still like all the, all the rage. They were mm-hmm. the new hot thing. And so there is a scene in here where he takes a book to a guy to get uh graded essentially you know the guy's checking it out here and his word balloon says thank the wizard no pristine only 30 copies in existence you know so thank the wizard there it is, right there. The Price Guide references. It was all the rage. And there's even a whole thing in here about Liefeld where people are ripping on him. They literally rip him to pieces and they talk about the heaviest part of him being his ego. Like all this, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. And Keith Giffen wrote that and I'm pretty sure Keith Gibbon did some work for Rob Liefeld so maybe it was a bad experience at the time and I just thought Mm -hmm. that was hilarious just because that's really all it is it's just like capturing that moment in time and doing a whole bunch of in jokes and it's fantastic so if you've never read that that's cool I like that yeah (laughs) so a couple of things we want to point out is coming up
0: soon we're going to be doing my oh so favorite wizard Halloween costume contest conversation uh yeah so we do this every year if you haven't seen it before you could check back on our previous videos and episodes where we go through wizard releases you know fan submitted cosplays of their favorite characters and you know amalgams of things and so on and so forth and we'll talk about it and we'll showcase it a little bit here and there on on our socials and and through youtube and through the podcast so that's coming up in october and once again, The Retro Network is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com this year. And we've got a promo code for you if you need some costumes for yourself, for your kids, for your pets, whatever you want. Adam, what's that promo code? Do you know it?
1: I, I don't know it off the top of my <laughs> head. But the actually, the, easy, the I'll tell you this, guys. The <laughs> easiest way to get that particular discount, if you just go to TheRetroNetwork.com they have a banner ad. And literally, if you just click that banner ad, whether it's a Wizards post or anything else, it'll take you to the uh, HalloweenCostumes.com website and you automatically get 20% off your whatever's in your cart. So I did this last year and I got an Inspector Gadget costume <laughs> that was fantastic. It was so great. And so they really have an awesome selection of exclusive costumes. And the majority of them are like, superhero comic book base, whether they're movies, but they have some like 90s X-Men costumes last year that were really cool. This year they're adding a whole bunch more. So and, I really recommend that you go over to Halloweencostumes.com through that link on the retro so you're guaranteed to get your discount on there.
0: And also they don't just have costumes though. Like you if you let's say you're going to a costume Halloween thing for work, they sell sweaters and t-shirts and all kinds of stuff that are decorative or weird or you know Halloween y, if you want, if you will. So check it out. There's lots of cool stuff on there. Like, I'm not a big Halloween person, but I got a sweater last year and it was comfortable. It was pretty cool. I wore it to work one day and they're like, why do you have skulls on? I'm like, well, it's Halloween. What do you want me to wear? I don't know. (laughs) That's what I got. But yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff. We got the Jim Lee special. We've got the fantasy draft. We've got Pat McCallum special. We'll be back to regular episodes in a week or two. Got all kinds of cool content coming for you all. You can check us out on our socials on Twitter, at Wizards Comics, on Instagram, at Wizards underscore comics. You can go to our website, WizardsComics.com, and you can check out us on the Retro Network, wherever you listen to podcasts, all over the place. We've got great stuff
1: for you. Please check us out. Hey, so, until next time, keep your books bagged and boarded.